Okay, I want to know right now. Do you like your boss? Uh, no, no, I don't mean like, 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 romantically speaking. I mean, like, well, well, allow me to be frank, whoever he is. Do you think your boss is a jackass? Oh, maybe not really one. Maybe you like them, maybe you don't. Let's chat about potential positive experiences with your work life and that person that you report into. Yeah, the boss. Oh, man, such a jerk. Or no, I really kind of like them. Well, we're going to find out on this labor-intensive episode of Street Curb Curiosity. Okay, I get it that you get it. I don't mean do you like your boss, but do you like your boss? I mean, being involved with romantically with your boss? Man, that's a whole other podcast episode, which we may have to do one of these days. But in this case, do you like your boss? Well, they could be a motivator, an idea maker, a deal breaker, somebody that you really support and may even aspire to be like one day. Well, or maybe she or he is uh, a total all capital letter jackass. Why this topic? Well, a personal experience and observation by your humble podcast host yet again. Just uh, about a week ago, I had a conversation with a really good friend of mine, and and a year ago, uh, they didn't like their boss. They loved their boss. Smart, he's an entrepreneur, lets me do what I want, when I want, where I want, how I want, loves my ideas, is positive, outgoing, smart, a true visionary. One year later, now... Oh, man, well, this guy isn't what I thought he was, and I kind of hate to say it, but he really doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Always wants to know what I'm up to. Doesn't like any of my ideas. So there's tension, but let's skip this dance, okay, shall we? My boss is an asshole. How did that happen? Well, maybe I should call this podcast, Why Do You Hate Your Boss? But I'm going to go on the record here. Okay, here we go. In my career lengthy though it was, I had about three people that I worked for that I look back and truly genuinely thought they had their act together. They were smart. They were caring. They cared about people. They were driven. They were true leaders. The rest, not so much. And two, of course, the lunatic fringe, total jackasses. But let's go to the statistics, shall we? Do you hate your boss? Oh, well, let's smudge that up just a little. Do, do you dislike your boss? Now, I do think this number is low, but only about 13% of us dislike our present leadership. Just 13%. You're kind of okay with them, you know, who you're working for. But there's a big but in here. Over half of us change our jobs because of our boss. We think they're jackasses. Well, you, you, you dislike them enough to leave anyway, or maybe you just don't like the job. Not sure. One survey shows that over half of us really just dislike our jobs, or maybe that's why they call it work. I don't know. And in some cases, maybe, just maybe, we're not really good at it. Hmm. So are you good at PowerPoint? Oh, well, I excel at it. Well, okay. You know, the job site Monster did a survey before the coronavirus, and it found out that three out of four working people found their boss to be toxic. Now, hold on. We do have some contrarian numbers to that later in the podcast. But before Rona, 75% of us thought our boss was toxic. It's a hostile work environment. You don't like this person? Man, I can hear the HR team running down the hallway right now. Well, let's talk about why you think... They are a nudge. Well, almost 20% of people say that their boss, well, they take credit for their work. 
Yeah, been there, experienced that. Over half of us feel their boss, well, just doesn't respect our opinion. They just don't listen to us. They don't, they don't care what we think, even if I have a good idea. Will you listen to me, please? You know, one out of four of you think that you can do a better job than that jerk that you're working for, too. But the number one reason you can't stand that person in the boss's office is... Oh, come on. I can't tell you that yet. It would only be a four-minute podcast. But trust me, trust me, there are many, 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 many reasons to frown when the boss is around. Oh, okay. Put up a finger if any of these sound familiar, and in no particular order. Number one, they're lazy. They do nothing. They get in, they hide behind a closed door and don't do any work. They make you do everything. They delegate, don't they? Hey, can you get this report done while I go on a, uh, <clears throat> a, a very important two-hour business lunch? And what's the reward for doing that extra work? Hey, here's some more extra work for you to do. And oh, by the way, I'm going to take credit for that report that you, yeah, that you busted your ass on. You know, once my boss texted me and asked me to send him a funny joke. Well, I texted back, I replied, I'm, I'm working. I'll send one in a couple of minutes. He texted back and said, that's great. Come on, send me another joke. You know, another trait is, well, you think they're ungrateful for all you do. You bust your ass, Right. Right. Well, then there's the HR handbook topic with many chapters in that book. They, the boss, is inappropriate. And I'm not just talking about, you know, that touchy-feely kind of stuff. I'm talking about the off-color jokes, the stupid stuff they say in front of other people, maybe cursing all the time, damn it. That makes for a lot of paperwork and, oh, those lovely 360 meetings, if you know what those are. Oh, how about maybe, just maybe, they're in a shitty mood all the time. Bad temper, bad mood. Man, they're throwing stuff all over the place. They curse loudly. You know, you're walking around in eggshells. You, you don't want to say the wrong thing because, well, well, you know. The right kind of donut is not on that snack tray for the group meeting this morning. Man, they're going to be pissy during that entire hour. Boom. Bad mood. Bad boss. You know, maybe it's all about them. Yeah, the ego. It's kind of big. And great leadership does have this trade. But when they say, well, okay, I'm going to stop talking about how great I am now. So, well, why don't you tell me how you think I'm the best boss ever? Hmm. Another one. They, well, they just... What? Well, they don't listen. They don't listen. Hey, you have that report? I told you I'd have it this afternoon. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Then you start looking for the email to prove that you did. You know, or maybe they're just rude. You know, I see it all the time. On a peer-to-peer -peer level, they are great people. Manager to manager, they're just the salt of the earth. But when low-life people like you and me walk around, you are scum. They don't even acknowledge your existence. You know, a lesson to learn here is watch how your boss interacts with the service sector. It could be a waiter, a doorman, uh, you know, a bartender, the cleaning crew. Good boss types are good to everybody. You always have a few seconds to say hello, genuinely ask how people are doing, not just the people who you might benefit from, and that's another bad boss trait. The ones who blatantly only care about the stuff that will, it's going to make them look good or help them get promoted. I care about that stuff. Now, I worked for a guy once, true story, where I was told by other people not to talk to him. Don't talk to him. Don't look in his direction. He didn't like interacting with the employees. It disturbs his uh, zen. Uh -huh. 
Okay. You know, another reason people don't like their boss is that they lie, and they lie often. And in many cases, they, well, they lie often poorly. Sometimes it's blatant. You know, and they know that you know that they're lying. And in most of the cases, they just do not care. And the topic didn't matter. Could be about pay, a promotion, why you can't take off next weekend. You know, my boss really hated it when I shortened his name to Dick. I'm not sure why, but mostly I think it was because his name was Steve. Now, they may also be condescending. I'm going to make sure that you know that I think you are worthless and can replace you at any time. Yeah, the old, I may just have to fire you because I can speech. Ouch. I've heard it before. You know, they make comments about what you're wearing and your hair and your shoes. They'll ask you if you're on drugs in front of people. Hey, are you on drugs? Come on, boss, you and I both know you don't pay me enough to have a drug problem. Well, they'll praise you in private and criticize you in public. Somehow, I think that sounds a little ass-backwards. Now, on a side note, if you are a boss, please leave thank you notes for your people. Yes, praise in public. You can also praise in private. Leave a thank you note. It's one of the best things that you can do for that person working for you, and it's also good for yourself, too. Now, another stupid thing bosses do... Man, I've seen this too. They play favorites. Could be a person, could be a department or a division. (laughs) Oh, come on. You know the guys in sales are the very, very best. They just bust their asses. Why can't you have the dedication that the sales department has? (sighs) I hate those bastards. Now, another small one. It's a small one, but it always drove me crazy. The boss will cancel meetings about five minutes before the meeting's supposed to start. And let's schedule all these stupid, 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 stupid meetings all week just to have half of them disappear. Now, look, it's really great to get the time back, but man, it really screws with your calendar and your schedule. And if they're a true nut job, well, they're going to ask you why you're not doing a better job of scheduling your time. Yeah, thank you for that. And that did happen to me more than once. You know, could you, excuse me, boss, could you please stop scheduling meetings around the time the team has their job interviews? Uh, Oh, okay. But okay, okay. The top number one reason why people do not like their boss. I promised it to you. Any guesses? It's not really a big surprise, but here we go. It's the boss who is the micromanager. Oh, yes, they think you are stupid and you can't do the job, so they're going to tell you how to do everything. Or maybe they just have a very deep passion for what it's, what it's going to take to make the job even better. Either way, it's a huge pain in your ass. They want every detail. They're going to tell you how to do everything, and they don't delegate but they never get anything done. They'll send you a 5,000-word email in small print with precise directions on how to do everything, and they're going to attend every meeting, well, just because, and just because they can. But, you know, there is a conundrum to this micromanager issue we have here. Yes, we all hate micromanagers, but some of the most, well, shall we say, well-known and loved micromanagers, Steve Jobs... Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Walt Disney, Sam Walton, Martha Stewart. How did they get away with it? Well, let me tell you how. They were smart enough to know that they needed a counterbalance, and they didn't micromanage 
everything, only certain things. Like Steve Jobs, he cared about every detail of the Mac or the iPhone, but when it came to operations and the supply chain and the financial stuff, he had a guy. Hey, I got a guy. And that guy was, is now, Tim Cook. The yin to the yang, if you will. These folks knew that they were micromanagers, and they managed around it in a micro kind of way. You know, I worked for a few of these type of people in the past, and, you know, it didn't really bother me because, well, I was lucky enough that those guys, well, they had their shit together. But I was always asked by the coworkers or friends, well, how do you deal with that micromanaging asshole? Ouch. Well, you know, my boss told me once to have a good day. I said, okay. So I went home, which reminds me, a, a, a little tip here for you. Do not, do not take a nap at work. Yeah, I know you may be so good at it, you can do it with your eyes closed, but napping at work is frowned upon. You know, do it on the days when you're working from home, okay? You know, which really leads us to the helpful hints portion of the podcast, which is, well, how do you deal with these soul-sucking rat bastards? I mean, senior leadership. Well, you know, I am very glad you asked. One, figure out what their motivation is. Why are they being pissy? You know, that long lunch of yours, is it really a problem? Or is it that other people are talking to them about you taking the long lunch? Don't talk bad about the boss, no matter how much you can't stand that son of a bitch. Or go overboard and take extra days to get back at him, because it's going to bite you right in the ass. Well, just use that future boss brain of yours and figure out what really sets them off. If what pisses them off is you being late, well, don't be late, ever. Show up a little early. And you know what? All the other stuff is going to slide by because you're not crossing the one big red line in the boss's mind. If they don't like you being late, fix the problem, okay? Oh, and another thing, be, oh, while you're at work, be sure to stand up and stretch and take a walk, go to the airport, get on a plane, and never come back. Look, I'm only making suggestions. Oh, okay, pick the right time to have the chat with the boss, but do it in private and ask why some things are the way they are. Don't tell them. Don't get on your soapbox and give them a piece of your mind. Ask questions. A little tact is going to go a really, really, really long way and always, always, always laugh at their jokes, no matter how bad they are. You know, that, that's also true for uh, uh, dad jokes here in podcasts, but it also works for your boss, too. Now, the better bosses may also ask for suggestions, and yes, you should give them to them, but not the usual stuff like, you know, pay us more, give me more time off, make them constructive ideas that will help make them and the team look better. And suggesting alcohol is probably not the best thing to do either, well, at least most of the time. And maybe, just maybe, you'll get to the point of where... I'm going to say it out loud, you like your boss. Oh, ew, you like your boss? Well, come on, there are people that do. I, I found a survey. I told you earlier I had contrarian data, a survey from 2019. 88% of the people asked say they respect their boss, and 81% believe their bosses actually respect them. Are these people on drugs? But you know, 7 out of 10 folks do find it difficult to be honest with their boss about, well, work stuff. And that's from the Boss Barometer Report. And I'm not making up that name. You know, the negative underbelly of this beast is that only about 13% of these folks really feel even engaged in their job. Ah, come on, you know, it's just a job, it's work, it's, it's not a career. I show up, they pay me, so I don't really care about the boss or what they think because, you know, the, you know, the boss is okay. I'm just not motivated. I don't care. I'm here to do the job. So, so you tell me. I want to know what's going on in your head. 
Do you like your boss? Oh, come on. They're people too. Even the ones who are the blood-sucking evil demon creatures of the night. I mean like the, the more challenging ones. And you just remember this. Word to the wise. When you don't do it, you're being lazy. When your boss doesn't do it, they're just really busy. Oh, maybe you should tell your boss about this podcast. Maybe, just maybe, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll get the hint if they listen. But again, they're probably just too busy to do so. But thank you for listening to this podcast, the one everybody in HR calls Street Curb Curiosity. <laughs>